Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Today's devotion titled, Prophesy Back to the Devil. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy loves to prophesy lies to your soul. Prophesy back to the devil. Consider how Goliath prophesied to David. The giant prophesied David's fate was death. David did not run from the battle line in fear and trembling. David prophesied back to the enemy. David prophesied the fate of the devil that would dare to come against his God. David knew my voice and my will. So do you, says God. So prophesy my will to the enemy that's prophesying lies to your soul. Amen. That's a good word. I don't care where you're from. Today's scripture references 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, Proverbs 18, verse 21, and Psalm 103, verse 20. And the prayer starter for today, Father, give me an unction to function in the prophetic realms of warfare. Help me see with my spiritual eyes what the enemy is doing and counter it with your word. And the decree, I decree the enemy's false prophecies over my life fall to the ground. I declare my mouth prophesies the unwavering will of the Lord all my days in Jesus name. Hallelujah. You praise God. We give you honor, God. We praise your mighty name. We magnify you over everything that comes against your will. Every circumstance and every situation that would dare to try to rear its ugly head and shake our faith. We break its power. We negate its voice. We say, God, you are true. You are righteous. You are holy. You are good. When you say a thing, you mean a thing. There is no shifting shadow of turning in you. You are steady. You are stable. When you say a thing, it becomes a thing. You are creator God, and we lift up the name of creator God, the God who created the world, the God who created us, the God who creates all things in Christ. We thank you, Lord. We magnify you today. We exalt your name in our lives, in every area of our lives, in our cities, in our nations. 
today. Jesus, you are the one true living God. Jesus, you carry the name above every name. Jesus, it's at your name that the devils don't, don't only tremble, but they flee. And we command every enemy that's prophesying to our soul to bow to the wonderful name of Jesus, to the reverent name of Jesus, to the almighty name of the almighty God. We command every demon power that's whispering to our souls to shut up in Jesus name, to be silent now in the name of the almighty. We command every demon power that's showing us things to come, the nightmarish realities of his will for our life. We command you to be cast out to be removed from our hemisphere in the name of Jesus we break the powers of the lies even the ones we believe God root them out of our soul the lies the seeds that have become trees in our mind we ask you God in the name of Jesus to root them out to expose them with the light of your word cast them out of our hearts God cast them out of our souls God cast them out of our emotions Jesus Jesus, would you cast these lies, these seeds, these trees out of our will? These lies that cause us not to bow to you. These lies, these misconceptions, these false thoughts and ideologies that would cause us not to trust you. That would cause us not to fear you but to fear the enemy, to fear the circumstance, to fear the people, to fear, to fear, to fear anything and everything but you. God, let us walk in a holy reverential fear of the Lord because you are good. You are worthy. Ah, you are the one who saves. You are the one who sins to hell over unbelief. God, help us, Lord, not to walk in the way of the unbelieving world. Help us, Lord, not to walk in the way of sinners, but to help us walk in the way and in the company of the righteous. Help us, Lord, to surround ourselves with those who will speak words of life, speak words of truth, speak words of faith, speak your words. Even when everything around and about us seems as if it's tumbling and rumbling and that we're going to be stumbling. Would you help us, God, today to believe your words, to hang out in a company of people that will stand on your word, speak your word, prophesy your word, sing your word. Oh, God, today, help us. Help us to root out of our lives uh, the, the little foxes that spoil our vines, those, those people that just want to pretend to be Christian. They want to pretend to believe you. They're, 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 they're not willing to go all in. They're not willing to, to, to lay aside the sin and the weights that so easily beset them. They're not willing. They just want to have a good life. They just want to have fun. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. God, help us, Lord, to root out those unbelieving believers, those Christians that just want a free ticket to heaven without paying any kind of price, without walking the narrow road, without going into the depths of your heart and finding your perfect will and be willing to pick up their cross and deny themselves and follow you. God, we don't want those kind of friends. We don't want the friends that won't pick up their crosses. We don't want the friends that, that won't deny themselves. We don't want the friends that are going to draw us into sin. Tempt us 
Test us. Try us like the enemy himself. We don't want to hang out with that company. We want to hang out with the pure ones. We want to hang out with the holy ones. Be ye holy, even as I am holy. We want to hang out with those. God, would you surround us with righteous friends? Would you help us today, God, to discern those among us, not by the flesh, but by the spirit. No, no man by the flesh, but by the spirit. No, no man by the flesh, but by the spirit. God, give us discernment so we can pick the right sons, the right daughters, the right mothers, the right fathers, the right churches, the right jobs, the right houses, the right investments. Oh God, we need discernment. We want to walk in your will. We want to walk in your will. We want to walk in your will. God, it's your will. Not my will, but your will be done. Not our will, but your will be done. Not our will, God. But it's all about your will, Jesus. It's about your will. What you want. We serve at the pleasure of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to be like you. We want to see you as you are, not as we've painted you to be with the paintbrush of religion, with the palette of religion, with the purview of religion. We want to see you as you are, God. Oh, Jesus, you're real. You're real. Holy Spirit, you're real. You are real. You are real. You are real. You're more real than anything else we see with our eyes. Would we, would you help us to start behaving as if you see everything? Help us to start behaving as if you hear our every word, every syllable that is uttered out of our holy mouths. God, we can't tame our tongues, but you can. Holy Spirit, you can tame our tongues. Holy Spirit, you can tame our tongues. You can put pressure on our lips. You can cause us to lock our mouth and refuse to speak anything if we can't praise you. Lord, help us to be an example. Help us to be the kind of friend that others should want to hang around. Help us to be the kind of sons, the kind of daughters that other people are proud to call their children natural and spiritual. Help us, Lord, to be the kind of investors that bring increase to advance the kingdom of God in the realm of finances. Help us to be those, God, who walk like you, talk like you, as he was. So are you in the earth. Ye should walk like Christ did in the earth. God, let our walk be Christ-like. Ah, help us, Lord, to walk in love, even when those around us aren't loving, aren't kind, aren't patient, aren't good, aren't friendly. Even when those who should be for us suddenly turn against us. Would you help us, God, in that moment to turn the other cheek, to walk the extra mile, to give them our coat when they demand our shirt, to give it up because you gave it up, to walk circumspectly because the days are evil. Would you help us, Lord, to be that kind of person that can say in that day, I did what was right. To hear your mouth utter these words, well done, good and faithful servant. Help us be those kinds of people. Work out our salvation with fear and trembling. You are faithful to complete the good work you started in us, God. Complete it.
Do what you have to do, God. Bring us into maturity, God. Help us to stop playing childlike games in relationships. Help us, Lord, to stop responding out of rejection, an orphan spirit, a wounded heart. Oh, Lord, heal us today. Heal us so we can grow up because these pains, these wounds, these hang-ups of the past, they hinder our growth. They hinder our growth, God. They hinder our growth. They hinder our growth. We can't ascend to the place you've called us to because of all the baggage that we refuse to let go of. God, would you help us today to say yes to the process? Yes to your process. Not our way, but your way. Not our way, but your way. Help us submit. Help us submit. Help us to really submit to you in all your ways. Oh, we like to say, resist the devil and he'll flee. The devil ain't fleeing if we're not resisting and not submitting both. We've got to do both. We've got to do both. Lord, help us to submit to you fully, <laughs> not just in the areas where we want to, where we feel like it benefits us, where it looks like we'll be acknowledged. Help us not just to submit to you when people are looking because we've got that religious mindset and, oh, we care too much about what people think. But help us, Lord, to submit to you when nobody's looking. Help us, Lord, to submit to you in our houses when there are no eyes on us but yours. Help us, Lord, to submit to you in the darkness, in the dark night of the soul, in the stillness, in the place of dying to flesh. Help us, Lord, to submit to you not just when it feels or seems or looks advantageous, but when it feels and seems and looks like it's going to kill us. When it seems that we have no strength to take one more step, to go one more day. Help us then to keep on submitting. Because it's not about submitting one time or how you submitted or how I submitted last week or last year. That big sacrifice we made, that big seed we sowed, it's about submitting Moment by moment, by moment, by moment, whether anybody sees it or not, whether it feels good or not, huh, help us, Lord, to get our eyes off of ourselves, our minds off of ourselves, our hands off of ourselves, and let us get on the potter's wheel where you can put your hand on us and shape us and mold us into the image of Christ himself, Christ in us, the hope of glory, manifesting through us as we yield, as we submit. As we choose the better way, Mary chose the better way. Help us, Lord, to stop running around doing works, 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 at the sake of your presence, at the sake of acknowledging you in the room. When you walk into the room. Let us notice that you've walked into the room. Let us discern your spirit and not just demon powers, not just whatever spirits on somebody else, Jezebel. Help us, Lord, to discern, to recognize when you walk in the room and either stand at attention like a soldier in the army of God or get on our faces in full expression of complete surrender. Help us, Lord. To acknowledge you when you walk in the room and not just keep working and working and working and working and working when you're saying, come unto me, come away with me, come up higher. An invitation. Help us, 
Help us, God, to take this seriously. It's not a game. We want to go to the deep places. We can't go there if we don't keep our eyes on you. You are our leader. You are our guider. You are our comforter. You are our advocate. You are our standby. You are our intercessor. You are everything to us. Jesus, there's no other God who can save. No other God who can heal. No other God who can deliver, not one, only Jesus, our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Help us, Lord, to come in line with you, to stand and wait for you, to keep crying out for you, even in that dark night of the soul when we can't feel you, when we can't hear you. Even when we're on the proverbial road to Emmaus, when you're walking with us clearly, speaking with us clearly, and we don't recognize you, help us keep walking. Put in us a spiritual curiosity that causes us to wonder at you, even when we don't feel you. Come on, even when we don't see you. Come on now. We walk by faith and not by sight. God, help us today. Help us tomorrow. Help us the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. Help us, God. Apart from you, we can do nothing. How many times do we have to quote that verse before we get it and realize it? When we are weak, he is strong. Therefore, our strength is made perfect in his, uh, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Our strength is made perfect in his strength. Father, we praise you and we thank you. We honor you. We adore you. We magnify you. We put our trust in you completely. We put our hand in your hand. We put our lives in your hand. We put our heart in your hand. We trust you completely. We stand on your word. We'll keep standing even when it doesn't look like your word works. We'll keep standing. We'll keep confessing. We'll keep prophesying. We trust you. We'll keep reading your word and renewing our mind. We'll keep believing it despite our unbelief. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you because you're trustworthy, God. We trust you because you're trustworthy. We're going to stop trusting everything else but you. And we say today is a day of demarcation. Today's the day that we decide to trust you because it's a force of our will. It's not just a mental ascent. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. No, no, no. It is a force of our will. The strongest thing we carry and possess in our human frame, the force of our will. And we trust you. Even when we feel like we're blind and feeling our way through, stumbling into walls, stubbing our toes, hitting our heads. We trust you. Even when everybody around us says, you have lost your mind. What are you thinking? We'll trust you because you're worth it. You are worthy. You are holy. You are mighty. You're good. You are mercy. You are trustworthy. You're not just worthy. You're trustworthy. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name. Hallelujah. I was going to pray about the aftershock yesterday and we got carried away and almost got carried away today. I like to get carried away. Who likes to get carried away? We're going to pray about the aftershock because many of you have endured the, the four shocks and many of you have endured the main shocks. But you have to know, after the main shock, there's almost always aftershocks. Some of them mild, some of them feeling as if they're nearly as big as the main shock. When an earthquake comes, 
They're aftershocks. The aftershocks can be destructive. We don't expect them because we're wallowing in the shock of the main shock. <laughs> we don't expect them because we're picking up the pieces after the main shock. We don't see them because we're so overwhelmed with the main shock. But when the aftershocks come, we have to endure those too. You know how it is. When your car breaks down and you can't fix it, you think, well, I endured that. I got the car fixed. I endured it. But then after that, something else breaks and something else costs you more money. And then there's an emergency room visit. And here's another big waste of resources. And pretty soon you're worse off than you were after the main shock. Sometimes it's the aftershocks that'll tilt you over, really challenge your faith. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, as we walk through this thing called life. Help us, Lord, to discern the four shocks, the main shocks, but not to let up, not to relax, not to lay our weapons down because there's an aftershock coming. And I'm not prophesying negativity to you. I'm saying this is how it works. The enemy will kick you when you are down. The enemy will come at an opportune time when you're trying to pick up the pieces and put them back together. When you're trying to, to work on the marriage that seemed like it was hopeless. When you're trying to get financially sound after a series of attacks, the enemy has a tendency. One of the ways of the enemy is to bring an aftershock because we're not ready. We're not braced. We're not expecting it, but we should expect it. Not to be paranoid, God, help us not to slip into fear and paranoia. That is not what I mean. That is not God's way. But we would be foolish not to do what Peter said in First Peter 5 and 8. Be careful, be vigilant, be watchful. Because that enemy of yours is roaming about like a lion, seeking someone to devour. We would be foolish, we would be ignorant, we would be negligent not to realize how the enemy works, especially in the face of an after of a main shock. The traumatizing event of your life, which left you vulnerable, unable, or at least feeling unable, sometimes unwilling to fight again. I speak to the hearts of all those who have gone through major shocks, the foreshock, the main shock, the aftershock, whatever kind of shock it was. I speak to your heart now and I say, live again, be healed, come alive with the power of the resurrection of the Holy Spirit, the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit, come alive. Come alive, come alive, believe again, trust again, stand again in Jesus name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you today. We've been in a, just a week of consecration, haven't we? We've just been in a week of crying out, praying the mature prayers, haven't we? Amen. God is good. I'm in Washington, D.C. We were at the Awakening House of Prayer last night in D.C. I'm heading to Atlanta. Later today, I'll be there, jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. Listen, if you want to sow into this broadcast today, if these broadcasts have been helping you this week, you're not called to live the low life. You're called to live a deep life. You're not called to live the stressed life. If you want to sow today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. Listen, we can't do what we do without your help. We go to all these places doing these awakening house of prayers, you know, Sometimes the people support it. Sometimes they don't. Ultimately, where they don't support it, we stop going unless we have the green light from the Lord. Sometimes the Lord will have you. Somebody got really offended with me because I said, I'll stop going to this city if, if there's no interest. Well, that's the way that it works, honey. 
Because if God tells you to go somewhere, he's going so that that city recognizes their day of visitation. But there comes a time where if you don't receive the gift that God sends to your city, he'll cause that gift to shake the dust off their feet. So it's not me being mean-spirited, honey. It's about going where the Lord sends me and recognizing when the assignment's over. Recognizing when the city just won't receive you. Whatever city, not any particular city. Realizing when you've done all you can do and you've planted and another person has to come water and then God brings the increase. We have a part to play, but there comes a time when God will say, uh, yeah, we've, we've sown enough in that city. If there's no fruit there, the fig tree, Jesus, he cursed it for three years. It bore no fruit. And then the man said, please let it sit one more year. And if it doesn't bear fruit, you can come and then you can curse it. So we have to understand it's not mean spirited to say, hey, guys, make sure you come. If you really want what we carry, get out there. We're going to have to take it to another city. We'll have to go somewhere else because that's what the Lord tells me. Your time there is coming to an end. We started to go into some different cities this year. And the Lord said, no, your heart was there, but your timing's off. So we didn't go. But one of the worst things you can do is stay somewhere where you're massively dishonored or where people just don't have an interest because there's somebody else somewhere in some other city that's hungry for what you carry. Listen to me, preachers. That's the way it goes. And we got a real nasty letter last week. Oh, I just see how... You're just mean telling people you're not going to come back. No, that's not it. We have to go where God sends us. And we can't go without partners because sometimes we go in certain places and there's a remnant. And God wants us to be there, but he wants you to help that remnant grow from where you are. So would you partner with us today? Would you consider sowing today? If these calls are helping you, would you give a little back here and there? You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can use PayPal, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. You can use the text to give. Text to give is 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the cash app, dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the Venmo at Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom. I thank you, Lord, that we sow with confidence, not because we're manipulated or because we're afraid or because we're greedy and want to work your system, as the world would say. But we sow because we love you, because we're led to do so. Amen. Right now, I want no, nobody that doesn't feel led to sow, don't sow. If you feel like just emotional and you don't feel the Holy Ghost, keep it because I don't want you coming back at us later saying we, we fraud it on your account. Keep it. I don't want you not to get a seed. You know, anybody that hypes you up to give, don't give. If you feel like you've been pressured, there's emotionalism, emotional hype. You can be led by the spirit and be emotional at the same time. You can feel grateful. You can feel hopeful. You can feel confident. But if you don't feel the Holy Ghost, keep it. Just keep it. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom today. I ask you, Lord, to multiply this seed back to the givers. And I thank you, Lord, that you cause us to mature in Christ. Accelerate, uh, accelerate. Is that a word? Accelerate, accelerate our celebration of you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for all the Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, all of my school, school of the Spirit students, all the Ignite Network members, all the churches aligned with me, the Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders. I thank you, Lord, for their life. 
And I say, Lord, bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. Let your hand of power rest upon us and keep us from evil. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God is good, isn't he? Hallelujah. Let's walk in love with one another. Show integrity today. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.